Mashem Kol Yisrael. Welcome to our newest uh, project. And the goal is to read every day's Aliyah, focusing on some key, key special highlights, both in Pshat and in Drush. So we're not going to go through every single Rashi, but we'll go through the ones which I feel like are worth, uh, at least I have some something interesting to share. And Bezrat Hashem, we'll learn some great things together. Thank you so much for listening. It brings the Torah out of me. And hopefully we'll also leave some space, some unanswered questions, because I definitely don't have all the answers. I would love to get your input to make uh, this a Chavruta session. Okay, so we're going to start with our second Aliyah of Noah. Shame Ko Yisrael and this Torah should come and protect the whole Jewish people, especially Ali, all of our soldiers. Bezrat Hashem. Hashem tells Noach, Come, you and your whole family, to the ark, for I have seen you to be righteous man in this generation. I'm going to save you because you are righteous. Rashi has an interesting comment that earlier he's called a tzaddik tamim, a perfect tzaddik, but here he's just called a tzaddik regular tzaddik. So from here we see that when you're in in uh, someone's presence, uh, we don't give him the full praise. Why not? Because it's very important that a person shouldn't be arrogant and a sh- person should maintain his uh, humility. Any case. From all the pure animals, you should take Seven, seven, a man and his wife. And as for the impure animals, you should take two, a man and his wife. Now what sticks out for me is the question, I mean, we're talking about animals. Animals don't have men and wives. So why are we suddenly, and the whole time we've been saying, suddenly, I think it's a really great question. The answer is, I don't know. Maybe you have an answer. Maybe you have an insight. Please share. But I just thought that was definitely a question worth asking. In any case, So seven, seven birds to, to, uh, pro, to proliferate the earth. We're going to see that. We're going to need those extra animals and birds for the korbanot, which Noah is going to offer. For in seven more days, seven being a key word, so, bring rain down 40 days, 40 nights, and destroy the whole world. So, Rashi points out that the world is created, that it takes 40 days until uh, a person is considered a person, until the soul is considered a soul. So, just like the world is created, in 40 days, so God bothered to create the world in 40 days, and now he's going to destroy it in those 40 days. 40 being a key number, we see it often comes up, for example, by Moshe Rabbeinu, and 40 years with Rabbi Akiva. So 40 symbolizes rebirth, 40 seah in a mikvah. So we're going to have 40 days of rebirthing the world. Mem in general symbolizes breath and a restart. So this is a, a restart of the universe. Rashi also interestingly points out why did God wait seven days? Because mitushelach, 
who was the uh, tzaddik of the generation, uh, died. Um, and there were seven days of mourning. And in my shir last night, uh, Roe, one of the one of my chayalim friends, pointed out that it's supporting the concept that a, a person's learning Torah, he's holding up the whole world. So this metushalach tzaddik is doing his mitzvah. He was the tzaddik in whatever way that way he was. And because of his righteousness, the world would not be destroyed. And Noach did everything God did. He, whatever God does, is his command. And Noach was 600 years, and there was Mabu on the earth. All right. And Noach did like everything Hashem commanded him to do. Noach and his children, his wife, and his wife's of his kids all go to the Teva because of the waters of the flood. Now, Rashi here says something really interesting. He points out that Noach Noach was really of a little faith. He believed, but he didn't believe that the flood would come. He didn't actually go in until the water came and forced him in. In other words, he was building this teva all these years, but he didn't really believe 100%. And that's why he waited to see if the flood actually came. According to Hasidus, though, there's an amazing shot. It's brought down in Hasidus that a person's amuna can actually bring things into reality. When you believe in it, then God makes it happen. So Noach didn't want to fully believe that the flood was coming because he knew that that would actually bring the flood. And so he hesitated to fully believe in the hope that it would spare the, the world. So we learn the power of belief and also we can judge Noach favorably. So it's a beautiful Hasidic way of understanding um, this lack of amuna. Any case, pasachet mina beima Torah, mina beima sher neinu Torah, mina of cholash romesh alaretz. And from the animals, which are pure, and the and the birds, which are not pure, and the animals which are not pure, and from the birds and anything which uh, lived on the earth, so we see here a re, like just as the world was created, it's being dis uncreated here, uh, described in the same way that the world was created, is its destruction. Two, two, just as God commanded them to come, they came on their own. And after seven days, the floods were on the earth. So in the 600th year, in the second month, which would be according to Rabbi Ezra at least, Mar Cheshvan, our month, which we just are entering into, when it just started raining, amazingly enough, the floods, the, the floods of the heavens, right? We have the waters above and the waters below. The floods of the heaven are opened up and the water comes down. And the flood and the waters on the earth 40 days and 40 nights 
like we said before. And that exact day, and that the essence of that day, the children of Noah. Interesting why we need to also stress the children of Noah. But the Torah goes out of its way to kind of say that. And the wife of Noah and the three wives go into the Teva. Seems like a kind of official proclamation. Rashi interestingly points out that the etzamiyomazai means the people tried to stop Noah from coming. But God said, in the middle of the day, you're not going to stop anything from happening. Uh, this flood is happening, and Noah is getting onto that ark. Interesting. If you want to try to connect etzamiyomazai here and the other times the Torah uses the word etzamiyomazai, like in Yom Kippur, etc. Sarach Ian there. So, them and all the animals, etc., etc. And Noach came to the ark two, two from all of the flesh which had the spirit of life in it. And those who came, Zachar and Nekaiva, and they, from all the flesh which God commanded them, and God closed the door, so to speak. So I, when I was reading this, it's very interesting, this seemingly superfluous, and God closed the door. So... The Bechor Shore is a very interesting shot. He's saying Noah kind of didn't want to close the door. He was trying to hoping more animals, more creatures would come in. And God was the one who closed the door. So kind of saying, listen, sometimes we need a little bit of Gvura. We're going to need that. I'm going to close the door for you uh, to allow there to be this new world. There needs to be an element of judgment, uh, justice in the world. Certainly relevant at this time. It's also interesting that here the name Yudke Babke and Elohim appear in the Pasuk. Wonder if that harks back to the mercy and the din of God. And one last interesting note by Yiskor Hashem Bado, we've seen that phrase before in the creation of man. It says, by Yiskor Hashem, and God you know, closed the flesh of man, which he had opened up when he created, took the rib to create Adam and Eve. So again, it seems like there's a and this really is a shiran of itself, but there's a, just as God created the world, God is now kind of recreating the world with Noah, and those parallels are on purpose, and so now we enter into the flood, which is erasing the rest of the world, but recreating a whole new world, a world, the post-Noah world. All right, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Lots of insights shared. I hope it was worth your listening, and if you have any answers for our some of the questions which we've raised, we'd love to hear it. And Bezrat uh, Hashem, thanks for your chizuk to continue to spread Torah and uh, light into the world. Have a great day, have a great night, wherever I'm at.